0: Hello and welcome to Hockey Te Charcha, a special podcast show launched by Hockey India in the months leading up to the Tokyo Olympic Games. In the previous episode, we heard Helen Mary talk about the original Chatte girls. She was uh, one of the legendary goalkeepers of that time. And uh, she was extremely reminiscent about training with uh, legendary MK Kaushik. The episode was also dedicated to Kaushik Sir, who lost his battle to COVID earlier this month. Through this podcast series, Hockey India aims to provide hockey fans an opportunity to hear from the legends about some of the most memorable feats in Indian hockey. I'm your host, Nandini, and for episode number four, we have an incredible personality. He was amongst the best drag flickers in the world, with over 200 international caps for India, he was part of some of the most remarkable victories in Indian hockey, including the historic Asian Games gold in 2014, where India beat Pakistan in an absolutely thrilling final. A two-time Olympian, V. R. Ragunath. Raghu, welcome to Hockey Te Charcha. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Nandini.
0: So, Raghu, with just less than 60 days to go for Olympic Games, are you excited?
1: Yeah, I was seriously waiting from past uh, one year for this event and I'm really excited uh, to see because there is no sports activity from a very long time. So, it will be more interesting this time with lots
0: of uh, exciting matches coming up for us. Absolutely, Raghu. Um, just, I just want to begin um, by asking you about your own own journey in hockey. You made your debut in 2005 when you got picked up for the bilateral series against Pakistan. The circumstance when you got picked was quite unusual. Sandeep Singh, the drag flicker of the team, was injured in a freak accident. Can you Hmm. recall that time when you got called up to join the Indian team?
1: Yeah, we were in... uh, Actually, we were in the India A probables, and we were in India A team playing presently. And uh, Sandeep was picked up for, uh, for the national team, he was playing there for two, three, two, two and a half years. So it was uh, uh, unfortunate Sandeep got injured and uh, they wanted to replace uh, immediately with one of the drag flickers. So I was the, available uh, in India at that time. So I got that uh, opportunity and uh, the journey started. And uh, my friend Sandeep also joined me after that, after two years, he again joined me and we continued journey for, uh, I think, four to five years. Again, we continued the journey same until 2012, Sandeep continued with me.
0: Absolutely, Raghu. Ragu, just before this uh, international debut, can you tell us how you came into hockey? Of course, you're from Coorg and Coorg um, is known to produce a lot of uh, inter- international hockey players.
1: I was... Uh joined to the size scheme in uh, 1999 uh, from uh, from the normal selections what we how hello india is doing now the same process you know i was selected from cool and uh, because cool is one of the active uh, sports development uh, district in uh, in the country uh, so i had the opportunity to pick uh, Basketball and hockey because I used to play both uh, games at that time. And uh, I, cho- I chose hockey and I was shifted to Bangalore South Southern Centre Sai Scheme, which was uh, just called like that. And uh, from there, I started uh, my journey from 1999. And uh, later on, I went to the next senior hostel, side Then again, we came to under-16 Karnataka team then went on to play under-19, under-21. So, journey started like that. And I got my first break on uh, 2003, mm-hmm. under-17. Uh, sub junior asia uh, cup so that was my first break which i got uh, which me sardara everyone came into the uh, gurbaj singh everyone, sri jesh everyone came to the to the national uh, national squad scheme in that time so from there we started a journey
0: right um, also raghu you when you started your career in international hockey i think hockey in india itself was going through some turbulent times what do you make of the environment provided now for the hockey players when you compare it to that of 2005
1: 6 yeah situation was a bit uh, we were not ranking in top 10 that time we were 213 thirteen, almost by 2007 8 we went to world number 12 world number 13 so things were all really not in the track from after 2008 uh, 8 9 we 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 got a structure we got a coaching uh, staff uh, the everything was set uh th- that time the hockey india had come in so they made a roadmap for the long journey they made a every four years of roadmap and we were the next two taking over the uh, senior team and uh, it was a very difficult uh, task was completely low so we all we all, everyone started from slowly building uh international ranking Tried to climb to single uh, like for a week. First came for world number 10, then world number 8, 6. So we are now at presently at world number 4, 5. We are standing there. So it was a very, actually it was a very uh, uh, tough task because coping up uh, with non-performance team and not qualifying for Olympics in 2008 Beijing and losing Asian Games in 2006, Commonwealth Games losing. So things were rotten, uh, not really good for that. Eh? Then uh, we started, uh, gradually kept on positive energy and mm-hmm. uh, we started uh, our journey from... I feel I, I started my second journey from 2008 because till 2008 was first journey. Mm-hmm. From 2008, after 8, I think we started a second journey, mm-hmm. which positive journey, which we ended in a very good note till 2017. Mm-hmm. So, I think Hockey India has done a great job in this professionally and continuing it in all the positive way for the players.
0: Right. Raghu, as you said, I think um, from 2008 onwards, it was a second journey for you. And some of your teammates, I was talking to them, and they believe that you also transformed as a player before the London Olympics. Is that, do you also think uh, the same way?
1: Yeah, every every. Uh... See, hockey started uh, evolving uh, after 2008-9 in a very different way. If you if you really wanted to survive in international hockey, you really need to change a lot of things in your own personal training, or in a fitness, or in a strength, or in a game to survive. Being a drag flicker, and a player because only being a drag flicker, you you not. I, I, I knew that I'll not I'm not going to survive for one or two years. So I really wanted to come up in my game whichever uh, place of improvement what I had. So I feel that uh, uh, coaches under me has done a very great job. Uh, Brasa, Terry Walls, Roland, everyone as I worked with them. So I think I have learned a wonderful uh, journey with them and I transferred myself after that uh, mm-hmm. so that we started believing when we're coming, when we started beating the top teams, top six teams one what we had and we started uh, every single... Uh, players started evolving and myself also I knew if I want to serve and perform in this I should improve and change my style of playing so we did it mm-hmm. uh, and I 100% agree that I changed a lot of in last uh, from 2010-11 I for eight nine years I changed my game completely uh, I, I changed to the team and for the team and uh, to be in the team for the performance I changed it
0: Right. And um, talking about hockey today, you know, uh, the Indian men's team is um, is known for their fitness, fitness and speed. And everyone's really conscious about uh, what they are eating, how they're taking care of their body and so on. Um, around 2013-14, when Terry and Roland came into the system, I believe they introduced a lot of... Uh, very high intensity training which was quite challenging for every player can you talk about that phase
1: yeah when terry took over yeah things were really changed we if we really wanted to compete in top six so every individual should be should be ready to change his diet his training schedule individual training schedule because training as a team is good but every player training in their position in individual skills were very much demanding at that time because uh, uh, the homework what he gives to us was really high and very quality one and uh, we 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 ourselves started studying our opponent players whoever it is and uh, practical like video video uh, analyzing analyze our opponents were very important things and every day we had our task it's not like you train at block till 10:30 and uh, you be free till for four, Every after after 10:30 we used to be uh, we used to analyze uh, our players, what they're doing, what they're not doing, what they're scoring, where they're scoring, how the how the forwards are playing, which team Germany is playing, which team uh, how the Holland is playing. We used to analyze every player. We, I think we are. I have actually literally four to five books what we written in our journey. Every meeting session, what we have written. Every player, what we have written. Mm-hmm. So, we went... Uh, we, one thing I can say is we went in, on detail. We When we started working on detail on every player in every team. So, that's how we started preparing ourselves for these things. And one one more fitness is he took extremely high. Because uh, you every individual has its own target. It's not like a forward should match defender or defender should match goalkeeper or like that. Every individual has its own target. Depending on his body type and depending on your fitness level, so we used to match that target. So collectively, when the team completely, when they when they used to see the fitness after two three months, we would have got our ten to twelve percent in every camps. So that's how the target was reached. So I think really uh, sports science, uh, these guys uh, this two three four coaches have worked in sports science really helps a lot. We understood what's really sports science, what is really diet, what is protein diet. And uh, what is rest? Everything, these all things came into our field. I mean, we we took, we took it very seriously to perform in that level.
0: Right. And also personally for you, I was again speaking to one of your teammates and uh, they were talking about how you started specifically paying a lot of attention to your own fitness uh, around that time, 13, 14. You also lost a lot of uh, weight, I'm told. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about your own personal goals that you had set for yourself that time
1: yeah Coach had uh, told me to lose around 9, nine kgs so, <laughs> it was a very difficult task to be a huge being a being a drag flicker and you are uh, consuming lots of energy like uh, like you are going to consume like 200% of a normal player because you used to train kinetic on a drag flicking i do normal workout so it was really a tough part for me and I wanted to really become a better player rather than a better draft flicker in that because I knew that draft flicking was automatically picking up in my time. So I wanted to lose, uh, uh, I think, 10 kilos and I, I, I touched my target and uh, I maintained that uh, for, till I retired. Till 2017, I maintained the same uh, body weight and fat, fat percentage and uh, beep test. Everything should be maintained at the same level. Till 2017, I tried to maintain. Because I know if I don't maintain that, someone else will be taking my place. I can't be arguing for my performance. So I should maintain till I be in the team. So that was a, actually a really challenge. I used to work double for that. Because my body type was like that. It, it was not like uh, because of my eating habit. My body type was that like, if, if I don't practice, for if I take rest for 2-3 days, I used to put on like 1kg. So things fall like that. So the, 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 the training area where I understood my body in that level. And I started to... Take my protein diet like that, my sleep pattern and my workout. Like everyone used to come to uh, like training at 4 o'clock. means We used to go at 3 o'clock, one hour extra we should do. So these kind of things all we should do.
0: Mm, right. And even now you're supremely fit. You're one of the most uh, best performing players for IOC. We've seen you uh, lead your team to a lot of victories in the last uh, few years before the pandemic. <laughs>
1: i'm not so but uh, enough like I, I every day i work out that's for sure whatsoever morning or evening i make some time and i do whatever 10k or the workout or gym or whatever i'm because of this pandemic we couldn't do more outdoor so i'm trying to maintain so no issue i think i should keep this uh, schedule for full life otherwise i will be go, i'll become next level if you can't recognize me
0: <laughs> right Raghu, 2014 Asian Games was a historic feat and India's dominance in Asia was quite evident thereafter. Uh, do you believe that this was also in some sense a big transformation period for the team in terms of performance? Because the, it went to the next level from there on.
1: Yeah, to, actually uh, 2013, we, should have, we were in good peak. Actually, we were performing good. And uh, we were waiting for uh, 2014 Commonwealth Games and Asian Games. Hmm? So, mm. we, di- we didn't keep much target in World Cup. If you ask me fairly, we didn't because Terry Walls was recently taken and we didn't have much target in that. But Asian Games and Commonwealth Games, we had strict target that uh, Commonwealth Games, we should be on finals. And Asian Games, we should go on gold. So, this was the two targets which was not should be missed so mm. that was the real uh realistic target what we had so that even our uh, international ranking will go high and uh, we worked like rigorously we are that eight ten months because i still feel that we are working out in that delhi uh, stadiums uh, it was heat also was high mm. and uh, the target was like we were like we have become like uh, commanders i guess <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> every player, common games, every player, what he does, what he we knew everything with our homework was so good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Asian Games homework also was so good, but we didn't start well, but we managed, uh, uh, we picked up later. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But really our target, a realistic target, what we had, we reached. And uh, yeah. we wanted to be, uh, our coach's target Want to be, we should be Asia number one first. Then we should compete on uh, the European teams. So that was the target step by, so we, we did that targets. And uh, I really cherish that uh, 14, 15, 16, 17, I think we had wonderful tournaments beating all the teams. Uh, we, I think it was a good, good run we had.
0: Absolutely. I think one of those good runs also included uh, the Champions Trophy in 2016, when the team won silver. And that really yeah. got hopes high among hockey fans for a medal at Rio. Can you tell us about that tournament and preparations leading up to? We uh...
1: uh, for Champions Trophy, we were prepared. For, if you ask me, we prepared for final. Uh, we were prepared for Olympics hmm. uh, completely. We had done our homework, and we should sustain our uh, uh, we sustain our fitness, and uh, uh, mentally we were uh, very free. That we knew we have done a very great. Uh, Homework and we now it's a time to perform. So if you ask me, 2016 uh, uh, performance in championship, it was really good. Uh, means uh, we had almost same teams coming to Olympics because they also wanted to we have a practice match, and mm-hmm. uh, but we could not convert that performance in Olympics. Uh, we could have I think somewhere uh, um, Canada match it cost us a lot. I feel still today, I feel that Canada match, what we drew, 2-2 yeah. draw that costed us a, a different qualification in quarter final. Yeah. Uh, but really, it's okay. We have learnt a lot. Now, I think now the batch, which is now, they know very well how to handle Olympics, I feel. Because almost uh, the same batch is there for the past 6-7 uh, years, 7-8 uh, years. I think they will handle much better than... Uh, 2016 because they've been playing pro league for a long time they have mm-hmm. touched with european players they know very well so uh, i feel they can they can perform much better than rio it's not like there's nothing like much but it's, it's matter of one or two matches that's it olympics it's all about one or two matches how you how, how you get your rhythm right in mm-hmm. proper in proper arena that's the only important thing because if you ask my journey in this, I, I can now I now I feel that you should have done this, doing this. Mm-hmm. But I I think keeping I've seen most of the team keeping it simple, going Olympics in a free mind. I think you can give a best performance. No need to think much uh, about Olympics because the mm. players have been quarantined for such a long time and training being together. Oh, they are being together for a very long time. Yeah. I think they hundred percent they will do it in a very positive note because everyone is in their age there is no uh, there is no uh, performance difference everyone they beating in pro leagues so drag flickers there is rupinder and uh, maharpan Prith who's been playing last olympics they, they know everyone so they have covered every area it's now it's time to perform and give some positive results in this coming tokyo olympics
0: absolutely Raghu, just again talking about 2016, we saw uh, young players coming into the squad, into the setup, and one of them was Harman Singh, who uh, is a drag flicker. He's kind of stepped into your shoes. What were your first thoughts about him when you saw him in 2016?
1: In 2016, uh, he had immediately uh, come from the under 21 World Cup. So we had instruction from coaches that uh, we should take him along with us, protect him in a major part of the game for some time, at least to 30-40 matches to understand what is really a uh, much better uh, international hockey for them. And uh, we guided him behind he really uh, uh, grasped it very fast because I, I could see his uh, differences in 3-4 months only. He mm. really catched the senior international uh, matches in a very good way and he started scoring also. So he uh, actually, we, uh, myself and Rupinder involved too much with him as a as a brother. We didn't we didn't keep too much age difference to him. Mm-hmm. So it's always a seniors. How when juniors comes, how you keep them personal personal attention off the field will matter a lot when you when you're playing on the field. I feel that. Because when off the field, when you start being friendly and understanding, their listening to their queries and talking to them off the field, that really helps in on the field. So we, our coaches have molded us in a very well how to handle our juniors. So we didn't keep any uh, uh, senior or junior. We 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 had given equal respect to them. We gave we gave importance in matches also. The equal time was given to them. So that's how the junior 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 players really grasp well with seniors. And they started performing in a positive note. And he'd done that and he started scoring goals also. And uh, really, he has come up a very long way in the list this far, uh, last four years. So I think he's still 8 to 10 years left left for him to perform in international hockey.
0: Right. And also talking about uh, the draft flickers available in the core group now. You know, like you said, there's Harman Preet who's doing really well. We have Varun Kumar, Amit Rohidas, Rupinder is still doing fantastic. So, is this like an advantage for uh, us and also for the coach when he eventually sits down to decide the team
1: for the Olympics? Yeah, 100%, 100% uh, it's an advantage because after one or two years, Rupinder might retire and come out. So, uh, the Varun and uh Rohi Das might, might come in uh, a full full mainstream there. I think the responsibility will be for uh, Harman, rohidas uh i and varun three of them will be taking care of the draft for next four to five years so it's it's always good to uh, good to have a backup plans always because injuries are nowadays are very uh, you can't uh, really expect when when the when the players will get injury so it's always good to have four to five draft flippers every time so that you'll have the options to uh, keep keep using them for all the uh, test series or small tournaments and making them uh, making them prepare for the big matches
0: right and um, now in the in the next uh, couple of weeks you know like like i said we are less than 60 days to go um what is your advice really for this team what should they be focusing on or you know they are not probably going to get to play a lot of international matches before tokyo with the current travel restrictions
1: yeah see they for them the hardest thing is to be, psych- they will be fighting in a psychology mode a lot now because I can understand as a player because they have been indoor for a very long time. They will not be able to be with families and all. I feel that uh, <clears throat> they should go in a very fresh mind. Uh, I think they have got the bonus opportunity that Tokyo Olympics is happening this year, and uh, nothing extra need to do because they have they have already they are they are already in peak now. Just mm-hmm. go. I think every individual should think about uh, about a team performance, uh, how 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 an individual can be contributing to the team in this Olympics so that the team can perform good. this This is only these things should be uh, should be concentrated because a coach can give give a hundred of things to do. but end of the day, the player who's going to perform in the Olympics, so and uh, you the player will be knowing what level of performance he. every player should be performing more than 8 in 10 so uh, only the player should be mentally and physically prepared to perform uh, in in every given matches and uh, performance to the team and it might be in a retackling it might be in defending attacking goalkeeper whatever it is and if you contribute to the team i think it's more than enough a result will come automatically because there is lots of you will be getting lots of opportunities I think, I feel they should, after so long they're going, they should enjoy this Olympics in full fridge. You stay, if you don't enjoy, if you if you go in nervous, I think no no guys will get no nervous now because they have more than 100 international caps. Everyone has more than 100 international caps. Mm. So, if you enjoy the Olympics, the will be coming.
0: Fantastic. Also, Raghu, I want to talk to you about Hockey Karnataka. You're the vice president of Hockey Karnataka now. And you've really taken the onus upon yourself to create a pool of players from Karnataka who can be groomed for the next level. Can you tell us about those plans you have? Uh,
1: Actually, we don't have any much players after Sunil in senior team. And uh, unfortunately, both under-19 team was prepared for both the years. And because of this uh, the pandemic, we could not uh, send them or perform them. Uh, we still have a very good pool of players because we have changed a lot of in last these two years. Uh, we have changed our uh, training schedules, our training patterns. We have upgraded our coaches. So we have worked in grassroots level a lot in these last two years. So mm-hmm. I think in the next uh, six to eight months or one year, I think our junior team and sub-junior team will be there to perform in a good way in nationals. So that is the only platform we will get to perform to come into Indian team. Um, we are doing everything in our bit and uh, it's, it's a bit sad that uh, two years of this wonderful time for uh, 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 this juniors has been uh, killed because of this uh, COVID. But still we'll, we, we have a lot of, uh, we, ha- we had good plans, still the plans are on. Uh, we are waiting for everything to open so that we, our boys come and start performing in this uh, national level tournaments. Mm-hmm. And uh, today only we got uh, Kelo India affiliation for uh, Kurg uh, and uh, Mysore hostels, so that is one add-on for us. So we can take a lot of next. Next we will have a lot of opportunity to playing with Kelo India also. Uh, so we have all the positive roadline map has been planned. Let's hope for the best. Uh, we are there to give opportunities for our boys. So uh, we we train them well. We go. Uh, we are myself, ourselves, our boys, ourselves perform go every day and give them all the required coaching uh, and let's see i think we, we will be in a right track in another one year
0: absolutely ragu hope that you will be in the right track in the next coming days um i've also prepared a short uh, you know fun trivia about you and uh, this is from very reliable sources from within the team and i just need you to say whether this is true or false Okay. So, uh, just to begin with, the first one is, Raghunath has the habit of drinking his tea sitting in the toilet.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How hey, time, ta- time management. <laughs> <laughs> time management. Yeah. If you if you if you be in my shoes doing time management, then you'll know how to manage time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> why is it? Because your coach Roland used to have a, a punishment where you had to pay a fine if you went went late for the session. Is that why yeah, you I are mean, starting we, having not,
1: Actually, I I paid very less uh, fine because I don't remember at all. Maximum once or something I have paid. I'm very good at time. I'm very good at timing. I never can compromise with my time. Uh, but still, time management important. That extra 20 minutes sleep, 30 minutes sleep. So you should do all the multitasking together.
0: <laughs> we now know why you never went late for a training session. You had your tea sitting in the toilet. Not, uh, this
1: is not only me. I think someone who has given the information, you should ask him the same question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. This, the next one is... Um, of course, you're fondly called as the bull of the team. We know that. And... Um, Whenever the bull is feeling a little dull, then you ask your teammates to give you some galleys when you're on the field. Is that true?
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why? That kind of gets you a bit worked up, raging or something. You need that aggression.
1: Yeah, see, being a defender, every time I'll be screaming. Uh, Screaming, communication will be going uh, throughout the match. So when we are down, we, we also need some communication from behind our goalkeeper. I know who has given this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think?
1: <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's necessary. See that it it, it makes you. Uh, I think some. It's not like 100% ghalis or something. Uh, Sometimes the information will be good. Sometimes the screaming will be good. You'll be, you'll you'll get you'll get too many information for you. So that once slight one feet right, one feet left. Going friend, coming back will matter a lot in international matches. So, these kind of things, I think it's really needed. Because myself and Shijesh has been played, played from like 10-12 years together. So, we have that understanding very well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's all, lots of time when I'm go, going going to uh, the Panatikon defending or something, uh, I, I, I'll punch his uh, helmet a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> i will, i will, i will give gallis and punch to punch to his helmet and tell him to save this ball <laughs>
0: <laughs> good times really um <laughs> the next one is um, you're someone who follows a strict diet you told us about this that you know you had to do it because of the body type you have and stuff so but if you see a gulab jamun then you can have 15 at one shot
1: yeah i can have i'll finish half kg <laughs> <laughs> gulab jamun. I think uh, I'll do one hour extra training after eating gulab jamun.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe there was also one time during the camp when uh, you happened to gulp a very hot uh, gulab jamun and you saw Roland right in front of you.
1: And I took it out. <laughs> I, I, I was instant. I didn't know that the gulab jamun was so hot. I immediately, I had, the coach was coming, then I uh, will spit. I went so far and I, I put it in the cup.
0: <laughs> so Roland was that strict, is it, when it came to diet?
1: Yeah, Roland was strict and uh, we had a cheat days also. Because end of the day, our 10 to 15 days, once you should enjoy whatever you feel like. It's not like every day you eat uh, boiled vegetables or boiled uh, a chicken or something like that one we used to we used to have a cheat days that are uh, uh, in our uh, so, uh, in the training centers our chefs used to prepare uh, whatever we need on a cheat days so mm. it's it's good to enjoy 15 days once 20 days once you should enjoy it
0: mm, right the next one is uh, from your teammate so i mean from your roommate he says uh, ragunath goes to bed He needs his phone, iPad, TV remote with him and he can just multitask. He can simply sleep and he can be doing other things. How do you do that?
1: No, it's like Sunil will not get up to get anything, remote, (laughs) whatever it is. So what I do, I keep everything next to me. (laughs) (laughs) I know because he will not switch off the TV, he will not switch off the, the lights tvs will be on everything will be on and uh, that's why everything should be close to me in 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 1 feet so that i can use my remote i can use my lap, ipad and i i used to watch i i i used to sleep around uh, between 10 and 11 because we used to have training at 8 o'clock mm-hmm. so we used to watch always something something actually jokes a comedy or some comedy show or something and sleep
0: mm-hmm. okay and then the last one is um, though you're not very superstitious as a person, you always have a habit of calling somebody home before a match
1: calling ah, calling home. yeah, I call, I call every, yeah, I call oh. mom dad. I speak to everyone. <laughs> Why?
0: It's like before you go into a war or something, is it?
1: <laughs> no, that's become a habit for a very long time. I'll cover I cover my family, I cover my friends. Everyone before going for a match. I don't know why. Still, I cover. Hmm?
0: Okay. Even now, <laughs> when you play for IOC, is it?
1: Uh, I, yeah, IOC also I cover. Uh, but uh, now, uh, yeah, because I never miss calling home. International matches, the 100%. I, I cover all, everyone. I keep one hour for that. I cover everyone talking to them. Something, because I, I it makes me a little lighter. Because when we speak, mm-hmm. we'll be out of the way from the sport. So, you will talk something else. Right. So you'll feel fresh, you yeah, you—it's like a, a your checklist. You covered everything. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, was this checklist okay? The trivia's were all fine, uh, given by your teammates. Any yeah, answer, a, fun fact <laughs> about Ragunath that we've
1: When you ask, when you ask this program, I'll give you better ones to have, uh, theirs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I was
1: I, actually I was a good. If you ask me, and then in Bangalore we had a lot of camps, you know. I used to whenever a boys used to want to go out or uh, ma- manage any dinners or something I was very good actually managing keeping them safe in a good restaurant with with everything settled corner table i was i used to arrange them a lot hmm? okay. so I, they didn't tell this the good thing
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's because now they know better places than you to party yeah
1: i i take care of enjoyment in full fledged they didn't tell this <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, thanks, Raghu. I think this was extremely fun. Uh, thanks a lot for doing this show. And... Yeah,
1: yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Nandini. Good luck. Good luck for Hockey India, my teammates, everyone. Let them perform. I just asked them, they should uh, go two step ahead from Rio. That's, more, that, that's the only thing I asked them
0: absolutely Mm -hmm. go two steps ahead from rio and we're all hoping for the best and uh, hope to see them on the podium for sure like you said yeah yeah. we
1: have all the chances we have covered everything and there is no doubt if we go we should not be surprised also because boys have worked hard professionally mentally uh physically everything they've worked hard so they deserve it actually
0: right Absolutely. Thank you so much, Raghu. Thanks for your time and uh, hope you tune in uh, to this episode when we launch it and uh, hope you listen to the other episodes also of Hockey Chacha. Thanks a lot. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you.